This is the Monday, April 11th edition of the Daily Wager podcast. A light card in the sporting world with no NBA today, but we still got plenty of plays for you as we tackle the week and get things going in and out in less than 10 minutes. Welcome to the Daily Wager podcast presented by DraftKings, America's top-rated daily fantasy app. I'm Doug Kazarian, joined by Aaron Dolan. How are you, Aaron? Good. It's a good Monday. We had the Masters, which was so fun over the weekend. So things are going good. We're rolling on. But like you said, like hard today. Yeah, the, the, the show was dark for a few days. So we're going to be back at it today later at 6 Eastern on ESPN2. But obviously the Masters, Tiger makes the cut. Impressive fashion. And then fades a bit down the stretch, obviously with the health and the walking and all that. Uh, but Scotty Scheffler, just ridiculous what, what's going on here with the world's number yeah, one player. Insane. But let's turn the page to baseball. Uh, I do not have any plays. Uh, you do. So why don't you fire away? Yeah. So uh, first I like in Blue Jays, Yankees, is I'm looking at the Yankees, Yankees total runs over four. Now, this has been bouncing back and forth from four to four and a half all morning. But on paper, of course, the Blue Jays are a much better team right now. Their offense is loaded. But and they do have the better starting pitcher here. I mean, Mano is going to be on the mound. He has a 3.22 ERA last season, 9-2 overall record. He was absolutely awesome. He also had at least seven strikeouts in nine of 20 starts, including four straights and the year, which were all wins. So I'm sure a lot of people are confused. Well, then why are you taking the Yankees uh, over for their total runs? But the one thing I'll say about the Blue Jays is they've been in shootouts in their first three games. They've been outscored 23 to 20 in those contests. The Yankees are back at home. I could see them trying to get hot in this spot. They just played the Red Sox. They scored three runs on 11 hits yesterday, despite that loss. So I do like the Yankees total runs over four in this one. I think stuff happens towards the end of the game in those uh, late innings. As for Padres Giants, I do lean Giants money line, but it is a little bit too juiced right now. So I'm going to lean towards the under here. Uh, Neither team's really been great and had a strong offense. Of course, Padres are struggling without Fernando Tatis, but um, they played the Padres uh, one and three to the over and the Giants are one and two to the over in their opening series. The under is also five and two in the Giants last seven games as a favorite. And I just think with both these pitchers on the mound today, we're just going to see an under. There's also some issues going on with the weather. Make sure you always check that for Major League Baseball, but those are a couple leans and uh, one of my favorite plays, of course, that Yankees total runs over four. All right, good stuff. I want to go to the NBA, but the playoffs and play in um Mm -hmm. games so nothing today in the nba but i like the Cavs plus eight and a half uh tomorrow night yeah just like i just don't think the nets are very good defensively to lay that kind of lumber against a quality team like cleveland obviously brooklyn is at its moments i'm sorry and of course it's it's almost like do or die situations when you're in the play so i just feel like it's totally different you know matchups in a way like i don't think cleveland's just going to be like yeah let me lose by that amount of points (laughs) right right no look brooklyn um, but look, I mean, they let Indiana all the way back in the game yesterday. So it's just, they're just not polished, uh, particularly defensively mm-hmm. that, you know, I think Cleveland's even like live a little bit. Um, I mean, there's no guarantee Brooklyn can get it all together. I mean, they figured out their mm-hmm. lineup a little bit with some of their bigs to play alongside Katie and Kyrie. But, um, again, this, this team's a long ways away from being a finished product in terms of uh, championship medal, if you will. So I just think eight mm-hmm. and a half is way too many points. Series price. This Milwaukee Bucks series price is borderline laughable. Uh, I've seen minus 2,000. I've also seen like minus 800. So there's some cheap prices out there. I do like the minus 800. I do like even just betting, you know, series to go four or five games, betting each one. So you create yourself like a mini prop where it's plus money. Um, And, and, or you can do the exact 
outcome of bucks and four and five, depending on which one's uh, price, which one pays out more. There's, you know, there's a range of prices out there. So you can do minus one and a half games uh, or two and a half games, I should say, at even money, I believe. So mm-hmm. there's just a lot of I look. This Bucks team just owns the Bulls. Chicago faded down the Agreed. stretch against any quality opponent. Um, the, I, I think I saw somewhere that the Bucks have not lost the Bulls when Giannis plays since 2017. So wow. Just, now look, it's a very different team with DeRozan coming over. They got Vucevic last year midseason. So obviously, you know, using Bulls from like two, three years ago doesn't make sense. But it's just one of those things where the Bull, Bucks are defending champs. They're reaching mm-hmm. another gear, and I just don't understand the series price in this matchup. Yeah, that's pretty wild. And I mean, I, I really like the Bucks to win the Eastern Conference as well. I mean, I just think they have everything that they had last season and more. And I just I could see a rematch of last year's NBA finals with the Suns and the Bucks, but I'm personally not betting on any of that. I do like also for um tomorrow's game. I think the Clippers could potentially cover as well. I like both the dogs here. Um the mm-hmm. Clippers just with you know Paul George, I just think they're rejuvenated, they're much better on defense naturally and offensively. And not that anything is wrong with Minnesota Timberwolves. I mean, they have three great shooters and whatnot, but I do think that the Clippers aren't just going to roll over in this one either. I think that'll be a really tight game. So I, I would want to take the points with the Clippers as well. And I mean, when Paul George played on the team, when these teams faced back in November, and again, that was so long ago, but at the same time, the Clippers won 129 to 102 in that game. So um, I'm excited to see that matchup as well. Good deal. Yeah, no, I'm on, I'm on that side as well. I, 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 I'm not going to pull the trigger, but that would be the only side I would play. There's no way I want mm-hmm. any part of betting against because Norman Powell's back as well for for LA. So they just have a lot of weapons, and defensively, they're going to, they're, um, you know, mm-hmm. Paul George there. He just changes everything. So absolutely. Big fan of what's going on. All right. So that does it for the pod for this, this light Monday, but we gave you plenty of information. Again, no NBA tonight, but we're going to talk, uh, talk about the whole, playoff picture tonight and we'll have some plays as well six eastern on espn 2 